0: So what have you been up to this week besides beating Final Fantasy?
1: Oh my God, that was such a like it was a real slog beating Final Fantasy. But for, for people who don't know, um. The new Final Fantasy remake that they've done—it doesn't cover the whole of Final Fantasy VII, right? And I have never played Final Fantasy VII before, so I had no idea where the end of the game was. Oh. When you get to about yeah, when you get to about thirty minutes, uh, thirty hours in, the game's like, "Hey, you can't go back from this point, so make sure you've done everything you want to do." I was like, "Okay, cool, maybe I have two hours left." No, nope, I have ten hours left, and that wasn't just me being bad. That's because the game tells you about six times that you can't go back during various points of this, this ten hours. So I started playing thinking, oh, I'll be, I'll be bang on in time for, uh, for Morgan's uh, birthday party and I'll be able to have a shower and stuff. No, I did not manage to have a shower. <laughs> I was playing from ten o'clock in the morning until six o'clock at night.
0: Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That, and could you save or no you can save it but
1: it was like because i didn't know how far the end of the game was i didn't want to stop and then maybe there's only like an hour left yeah i just wanted to do it do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah god yeah it took a long time i was sweaty it was it was a mess but it was very good uh i enjoyed it very much it a very good game 10 out of 10
0: I bought Journey for PlayStation because I heard that was like a really good, fun, not fun necessarily, but a whimsical game. Yeah. And so I, I'm i waiting to start that until I finish Final Fantasy Twelve.
1: Oh, it'll only take you an afternoon.
0: The Xbox just got jealous and turned on by itself. <laughs> Talking too much about the PlayStation.
1: Uh, yeah, Journey will only take you an afternoon. My husband just, just okay. did it and he really enjoyed it, so...
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to replaying some old games too.
1: The thing about Journey is it looks when you think about the fact that it's like a six or seven year old game now, it still looks super fresh.
0: Yeah, the art style looks cool. It's
1: so good. Um if you if you haven't played Journey before, I would recommend it. It takes about two or three hours to do and it's it's really great. It's good fun.
0: Oh, not bad. All right, well, welcome to episode 10 of Are You Serious? A Journey Through Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. Uh, I'm Esme. And we have no updates because we did a special episode. Yes. But I, I do have some parents behaving badly. I think every single one of these is about a parent. Oh, except for one. Okay. So we're going to start start off small and and kind of escalate. So... First one I have is, am I the asshole for yelling at my husband for eating the wrong cookies? There's no
1: such thing as wrong cookies. There's only right cookies.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I, you'll see, you'll see. (laughs) This is some petty ass nonsense. Uh, OP is 37 and her husband is 38, in case you were wondering how mature this guy is. I made fancy cookies for a friend's birthday this past week. The amount of planning that went into these cookies was silly, to be honest. Slowly but surely, I collected the ingredients I needed through annoying-ass grocery and Amazon orders and miraculously had everything I needed to make these cookies on time for my best friend's birthday. Baking them was also a hassle. I had to bake them in small batches in order to correct the dough until I got the perfect cookie. I don't know what that means, but okay. I have no idea what that means. I'm running back and forth to the kitchen for hours while also taking care of my 10-month-old son. I made extra cookies because my hubby has a sweet tooth. Hubby comes home from work and is super excited to see that I made cookies. I tell him how hard I've been working on these tricky-ass cookies and tell him very specifically that there are six cookies that he must not eat that are the perfect in size and shape and decoration and will be given to my best friend. I tell him this twice because I can't stand the thought of having to deal with more cookie decorating. I even separated the off-limits cookies from the rest, so it's obvious which ones are not meant for him. He nods in acknowledgement. That evening, he's back and forth in and out of the kitchen eating cookies, getting chocolate on the fucking sofa as he eats them. At some point, I check on the perfect six gift cookies to see if the decorations have set, and what's this? One of the six quarantined cookies is missing. I asked hubby why he ate one of the special cookies, and he laughed. Oh honey, the other cookies were too big, and I just wanted one last small cookie. I was only a little mad at first, but also kind of shocked. I told him, I can't believe you just did that when I asked you not to twice. WTF, dude. His reaction, It's not a big deal, sweetie. Are you really going to get upset over a cookie? There are just so many cookies left. Just... Are you really going to get upset over a cookie? There are so many cookies left. Just use one of the others or give her five instead of six. At that point, I got a little more angry. I told him that I wanted an apology and he was being inconsiderate. He rolled his eyes at me and apologized sarcastically and muttered that he would sleep on the couch tonight because we're arguing about cookies now. He said I was being immature for arguing with him about the cookies. He gives me the silent treatment for the rest of the night and slept on the chocolate-stained sofa. Now I'm fucking pissed and confused. Am I the asshole because I made a big deal out of his stupid cookie situation? Kind of? Kind of, yeah.
1: I mean, it sounds like she didn't really enjoy making the cookies in the first place.
0: I mean, yeah. But also, she told him twice not to eat them, and it seems like he did it intentionally. She
1: did tell him twice not to eat them. That is that is fair. But also, it is just a cookie and there are five left. I would have just given the friend the five. I'd have probably been a little bit annoyed, but not to the point where like I'm furious and I'm demanding an apology.
0: See, I'm on the exact opposite side because she, obviously she's a little stressed out. She's yes. got a 10 month old son. And this seems like this is probably not the only time that he acts like this. And also, like, he gets chocolate on the sofa and that's doesn't it. That's the more annoying it? part.
1: That's the more annoying part is that he's inconsiderately messy. Like, chocolate stains really badly. And if you don't clean that up immediately, that's going to be on the couch forever. So that part I would be annoyed about. I, I kind of have two two things about this where I'm like, huh. the first thing is, if it was such a faff to make them, like, I understand that people have lots of lots of time in quarantine and everything. It sounds like it was just a chore to do. And I don't really... If you have a 10-month-old child, if you're spending that much time... To produce, in the end, six cookies. This is, like, on the other... This is not related to whether or not the husband is an asshole. I'm just mm-hmm. confused about her
0: her motivation for it. Yeah, and it seems like she was kind of over it, because she's like, the amount of planning that went into these cookies was silly, and... What kind of cookies
1: was she making? Because how does it take that long, and, and and how does it become that difficult to buy ingredients for cookies? I know that some groceries are, like, hard to get hold of right now, but... Flour, we can get. It it might be difficult, but you can get it. Chocolate, you can get it. It, Making cookies does not require specialist ingredients, unless you're, like, making the fanciest cookies I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, this was also about a month ago, so that was when... I know that we were out of flour, so it probably depends on the situation. But also, why not just put the cookies... Put them somewhere else. I mean, she separated them, but why are they out? Like, make sure that those ones are
1: covered or in a completely separate location. If you know that your husband has a really bad sweet tooth, I have a terrible sweet tooth. I will eat anything that is out, that is sweet. So we don't buy cookies or anything like that. And if Chase makes cookies, my husband makes cookies, um, he hides them (laughs) so that I can't eat them. If you know that about somebody who you live with, And this is that important to you that you're going to get mad about it. Put the cookies
0: somewhere else. Although the other interpretation is that she did put them away. Like maybe she put them in a tin off to the side and he did say, oh, the other cookies were too big and I just wanted a small one. Well, why not take a bigger one and just break it in half?
1: It sounds to me like they were all in the same place because she has to point out the ones that he can't eat. If they were already in a tin then she wouldn't have to point it out. You could just take the tin and put it somewhere else. If they're all out on the side, because they're all drying because of decoration and whatever, then that's that's different.
0: Yeah, it sounds like that was probably the case. And then maybe she was taking care of her son, because hubby is just fucking coming home from work and lazing around on the couch yeah, eating uh, cookies. So I wouldn't be surprised if she had to take care of the baby and got so distracted. So
1: I... I am not sure anybody's an asshole here. I'm, I'm not sure he's in the wrong. I'm not sure that she's in the wrong. I don't particularly think she's being very kind about it. I think that this is a yogurt situation. Yes. There is something else going on in this relationship that is way bigger than he ate a cookie intended for my friend. Because it's, it's, this is a stupid thing to get upset about. One cookie. If he ate them all, right, I, I would be saying something completely different. If she comes in and all of the nice cookies are gone, I'd be like, absolutely, he's an asshole. She worked really hard on them. But he ate one.
0: But he's also dismissing her feelings where he's like, it's not a big deal. Are you really going to get upset over a cookie? And it seems like he did this on purpose and is now just deflecting. Like he even goes so far as to be like, okay, I'll sleep on the couch because that's probably a regular occurrence. He jumps straight to, I will sleep on the couch. But that's...
1: That's why this is, this is a yoghurt situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. They might have been fighting about something previously. Like the, the fact that he goes, oh, I'll sleep on the couch because you're mad, suggests that they fight constantly. So maybe he did take the cookie out of spite. I don't think there's enough to, to say that in, in the information that we have. But if he did that, then I'm going to assume that they were fighting about something else previously. That
0: day, probably, or the day before
1: because otherwise there's no point in doing
0: such a petty thing yeah it's uh, we need more information
1: this is like a, this is like a snapshot of a relationship with bigger problems <laughs> oh yeah and i don't think i can be on anybody's side he shouldn't have eaten the cookie he was told twice she should have if she knows that he's going to eat things like that she should have put them somewhere else and this is a case of gross miscommunication and we do not have all the information that we need
0: yeah he's he's being he the deflecting is really what got me and that seems like she, it's the case with her too cuz she's like i was just kind of annoyed and then he said it's not a big deal why are you getting upset there're so many cookies and just deflecting instead of just saying okay i'm sorry and moving yeah. on like he he just refuses to apologize that's that's the worst part that is the worst part
1: he won't apologize for it so the actual act of the thing that he did, I don't think is so
0: terrible. Yeah, that in and of itself, but then adding on afterwards, yeah. he just digs himself a hole. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, that one, I I, I just got immediately mad at him because of the <laughs> deflecting. I can't stand that where it's like, oh, are, why are you so mad? It's like, I told you twice. I, I, I sympathize with her a lot.
1: Yeah. I, I think there's also a, a really thin line about apologizing. Right. I always say to kids at school, if you're not sorry, don't apologize, mm-hmm. because when because when you say sorry to me, I expect you're going to change your behaviour, and if you do it again, then I know that you I know you weren't really sorry. You were just lying to me to get out of trouble. And a lot of people are of this mentality where you should stop saying sorry because it, it implies that you are blaming yourself for something, and and that is a strange line to tread. Obviously, if you're not sorry about something, you don't have to apologize about it.
0: But at the same time, like, people see apologizing as a polite thing to do. And there's also a difference between I'm sorry I did this and I'm sorry this happened to you. Yes. Which apologies can get into the I'm sorry, or I'm sorry if you felt like I was being mean. Right, (laughs) right. That's just better not to apologize at all instead of doing that, like, bullshit non-apology.
1: Yeah. Um, so if he really wasn't sorry about it, then no no one should be forced to apologize for something that they're not sorry for, I think is what I'm trying to get at.
0: Yeah, but he
1: should have been sorry. Yeah, because because of the time it had taken her and, you know, she did tell him more than once. But it is a, it's a very silly, petty thing to be that angry about. I don't know.
0: Yeah, so you say it's kind of like an everyone
1: sucks here situation. Yeah, everybody's behaving badly in that situation, I think. And we definitely don't have enough information about it.
0: Yeah, she could have reacted differently or maybe done something differently, but I still say that he is ultimately the asshole in this situation, so. Fair. Okay, so this next one is about good parents. And I will also forewarn, it does involve a racial slur that I will not read. Okay. Um... I teach ninth grade, so I always uh, teach To Kill a Mockingbird, which is controversial, but I don't teach it as the perfect novel. And it is very valuable, but I always skip over the N-word when I am reading that book because I think the students, they hear it enough on the internet. Yeah. So I, yeah, anyway. Will I be the asshole if I donated the money my son has earned to charity instead of giving it to him as punishment for his abhorrent racist behavior? Uh,
1: No, automatically no.
0: (laughs) So my 14-year-old son recently caused a huge disruption in class. Because of the quarantine, all of my son's classes have been moved online. Earlier this week, during one of his classes, he made a disgusting racist comment on his class's Zoom chat. The teacher of this class is a young African-American woman and during class, a student who, according to the school, was also African-American, asked the teacher a question while she was answering my son posted in the chat, fuck, when will these dirty N-words just shut the fuck up already? Whoa. Yeah. Apparently he had been messing a messaging a friend over Discord during class and accidentally posted in the Zoom instead of a private message. The class immediately went into an uproar and the teacher had to end class for the day because of it. The teacher has gone to the administration about this with an external recording of the class that included the chat log. He is now facing administrative action. Suffice it to say, me and my wife are absolutely disgusted and ashamed. Good. We have tried to teach him that these things are wrong but also respect his privacy and not look at his private conversations with friends. Because of the message he sent my wife, because of the message he sent, my wife forced him to let her view his discord logs, and according to her, they are filled with racism and homophobia. <sighs> my son's birthday is coming up in three weeks because of all this, we have decided that he has lost any presents that we were planning on giving him this year. he had asked for a Nintendo switch. We made an agreement with him that if he earned two hundred dollars by working extra chores, we would match it and buy him a switch and a few games. Well, along with taking away his computer, outside of school, we have decided that we will also be taking the money he has earned and donating it to charity. When we told him this, he freaked out. Claimed we were stealing his money and that what he did was not a big deal. (laughs) It didn't take long for the rest of the family to hear about this, too. My parents are livid and saying that I am being completely unfair by taking his money away and saying this is some form of child abuse. (laughs) My oldest daughter has also told me that I am overreacting and that taking the money he earned away is assholeish behavior. My wife has also started to sour on the idea and says we should just give him the money. I disagree, though. Will I be the asshole here if we went through with our plans? No.
1: No, absolutely no way.
0: The first thing I want to say is I am very happy to see that the parents are taking this seriously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because the chat log is is good that the teacher had that. Because I could see a situation where different parents would be reacting like, oh, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. I could God. see. I've lived through <laughs> a situation where the parents say it's not a big deal. I had a student my first year teaching high school. An African-American girl in my class came up to me and said the student was saying the N-word in class. And I was pissed. I was so mad. I, it was as close as I came to yelling at a student. I took him aside because this was after class. So I had to wait until the next day. I took him aside and I was like, this is not Xbox Live. You do not get to use those words. And if you, I hear them again, we're going to have a very big problem. And I didn't want to uh, like, take it to admin because I didn't want her to have to deal with that, the right. student. Um, but he sure shut his mouth after that. God.
1: Yeah, I... Um, my first teaching job was at a 95% white school. Um, so... This was in England? In England, yeah. So kids had never seen brown people before basically <laughs> the only brown people i'd ever seen like worked in the chinese or worked in the in the curry house right mm-hmm. so i had a policy of uh three strikes and you're out first time you're racist i assume it's because you don't know any better and i educate you second time you're racist that's a slip up but i'm unhappy third time i go to the to the principal because that's deliberate. By the third time, yeah. Oh my gosh, the things I heard these kids say. Because their parents, th- these are people who have lived in the same town for the, their entire lives, right? So they don't, they don't have any of those external influences where they, they actually know uh, a, a a Pakistani person, or they, they are friends with somebody who is of Asian descent. Like that, that wasn't something that happened. So during, oh god, during Brexit. Oh, God. Yeah, this is terrible. I was um, I was trying to teach my lesson and some of the kids were like, how, how, how are you voting? I was like, I, it's not my place to tell you how, how I vote in, in, in political situations. One of the kids turned around to me and went, but you can't vote, can you? Whoa. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. I beg your pardon. And all the kids were like, ashen faced, staring at this other kid. Because I, whenever somebody was racist... I just, I I did my very best, very calm, like, blank slate voice. And that was like, that's how they knew I was really mad. I was like, I beg your pardon. He was like, well, you can't though, can you? I was like, is there something that you're implying? Because if you're implying something, you need to say it. And he was like, well, 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 well. I said, you're being incredibly racist to me right now. I'm British. I've lived here my whole life. I was born here. My mother was born here. My father was born here. My grandmother was born here. Like, it's... You can't imply my my immigration status, basically, based on the colour of my skin. And he went, Well that's not what I was implying. I said, Well, if that's not what you were implying, say what you were implying. He wouldn't. So I sent him out and called his parents. Oof. Like I called his parents in front of him, and then I sent him out. <laughs> so yeah, there there are some like kids are still teenagers are still learning social uh
0: norms what is and the,
1: right. And in that kind of situation that you were describing, I think I probably would have behaved the same. In this situation, in this post, this is a kid who somewhere has learned that this is acceptable behavior.
0: Yeah, and it seems like it's not just a... I don't want to use the term slip up, but just like a it's not a one off thing. If she went into the Discord and his friends are talking like that, she also needs to make sure she gets into contact with, with her son's friends' parents so that they can know what kinds of things are being said. Because teenage boys on Discord, it's got to be bad.
1: Yeah, I can't even imagine. It, It must
0: be awful. Yeah. And going back to what you were saying about the (laughs) voting um, and not letting students know, I, I usually will tell them because like I I was teaching middle school during um, the 2016 election. And um, my students are very diverse. So I didn't want to be like, well, I'm not going to say I wanted to be like, listen, I'm not a racist. And (laughs) so far as every white person is (laughs) can be not racist in the society that we live in, but I, I want you to know that I support you guys and I am not going to vote for someone who wants to kick you out of the country. Right. So I I will tell them. And that's not exactly the most controversial uh, statement to make to the class, so right. <laughs> I feel comfortable with that.
1: Oh God, it was a really weird environment going back to school the day after Brexit was passed it was yeah. very it was very strange i felt very unsafe it was like the first time i'd ever felt like unsafe in a school environment since i was about 11 and because of the color of my skin basically
0: yeah well when you were 11 was when 911 happened yeah yeah
1: yes um and it was it was very frightening to go to school and like teach kids because i was looking at these kids and i was like some of your parents voted for this yeah, and they didn't vote for this out of good intentions, and yeah, it, it, it was it was horrible. It was horrible. I went home the day I went home afterwards, and I cried for like an hour. It was really scary.
0: Yeah on on the election night, twenty sixteen, I went to bed before the results, and I opened up YouTube in the morning the next day before school, and was just flabbergasted. <laughs> And it was, yeah, it was very eerie going to school that day. Just people, I mean, it's middle school, so they don't have as much involvement yet, but everyone was real somber. Yeah,
1: it's 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 strange. And kids need to understand that these things aren't just words that don't mean anything. Yeah. I always say to my kids, every word has a meaning. And if you're using a word, you should know its meaning before you use it.
0: Um. Yeah, I think, obviously, this kid does not understand the ramifications of his actions nor does he understand why and there were some people in the comments that were like make him volunteer with marginalized communities no and don't. No, no no do not do that it is not their job that's gonna make his resentment yeah. worse and and it is not marginalized communities jobs to educate racist white children
1: right i think the parents are doing the exact right thing And if, you know, if they feel bad about taking away the $200 that he worked for, then maybe at Christmas, if he's turned around and there's no evidence of him, you know, using these slurs or anything, maybe they can put that towards something later or give him money and say, hey, you've worked hard. You worked hard for this. We took it away as a a punishment, but I feel like you've redeemed yourself and here it is back. But in terms of the switch, no, he gave that up.
0: Yeah, I, I think maybe if if they take that money and they actually do donate it, it might build on that resentment. Mm. But I, I don't think they should give him the money or give him the switch or give him anything until he has showed improvement. But I yeah. think maybe just setting that money aside, like you said, for a later time when he has actually demonstrated growth, yeah. would be better. God,
1: that's a that's a really hard
0: situation. And yeah, when I when I talk to my
1: kids i teach about um about the n word when we do to kill a mockingbird i always say look some of you might think that you have a pass to say it some of you think that if if you're not using a hard r then it's fine um but this is the history of the word this is what this word was used for um i don't want to hear it in my classroom you should not be using it to uh talk to your peers unless you have permission to um It is not a word you should be using in polite society. I don't care if you hear it in rap music. I don't care if you hear it on the internet. It is not a word that you should be using for these
0: reasons. Yeah, I basically do the same thing. And I'm like, the only time that you can say it is if you are reading a direct quote from the book. Right. And you feel comfortable. Otherwise, you can just censor it. If
1: we're discussing the book
0: or you're quoting from the book,
1: then... We, we use it in that context. Otherwise, I don't want to hear it. But that that's that's one of the biggest differences I've noticed between teaching in England and teaching in the US is kids just say it. And it doesn't mean anything to them, um, which is just wild to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I've had students who just use it colloquially who are not white. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't want to be that person. Yeah, how do you address that? Yeah, I don't have permission to. I feel like I, I, I mean, I'm not going to put it on a, we don't really have that many. We have one African American teacher right. out of a hundred. We don't have any, and I. It's not great to put all that on on other people, but it's like I don't know how to address it. But like if,
1: if half of the room is African American and you're not, and they're using it as a term like we would use, dude.
0: Oh yeah, no, I don't have a problem with that. It's like you can't
1: you can't jump in there and be like, mm, it's this is pretty tricky.
0: No, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Just uh, I have other students who are not black, if if a black student uses it, which I had this sweetheart of a student who uh was talking about the book and he got really into it and he just <laughs> let the N-word slip out like like in a very uh fraternal way. Uh talking about Tom Robinson. And he was looked mortified. He's like, oh I'm so sorry. I'm like, no go, you're on a roll. You have good things to say. Keep going. <laughs> Oh,
1: bless that kid. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, no, I think that's good parenting. I'm I'm behind these parents one hundred percent. Yeah. And that kid needs a
0: slap upside yeah. the head. I I I bet a lot of uh. There's gonna be a lot more of this of the young the young people the young, young people <laughs> the youths the just young boys being radicalized by. 4chan and all that stuff (sighs) during this time because they don't really have an opposing voice. So hopefully we have more parents like this. I'm just glad the parents, I mean, obviously there was a screenshot, but I could see uh, absolutely where the parents are like, (sighs) our sweetheart wouldn't say anything like that. I had a student earlier this year who had her phone out during a quiz (sighs) and she had it under the desk. She was looking at it. I watched her scroll through a couple times and i told her mom and she's like we're so sorry um she definitely wasn't cheating she was just putting her phone on vibrate or on silent because it was bothering (sighs) the other students and i was like well let me tell you what i saw and she's like well i don't think she would cheat but we're gonna talk to her about this behavior i'm like dude No, that's not... She was cheating. She got the first 10 questions right, and then when I took her phone away, she got two questions (laughs) right on the remaining 20
1: questions. (gasps) God,
0: some parents are
1: so blinkered. They have no idea. If If this quarantine does anything, I hope it makes some of these parents see that the way they behave at school and the way they behave at home is so completely different. Yeah. Um, So many parents I've spoken to in the last five, six weeks, when I've told them they're not doing any work, the first thing they've said to me is, well, they've told me they've done it all.
0: (laughs) It's like, I don't understand how these parents can believe 14-year-olds over a grown-ass adult telling them something.
1: As Judge Judy says, how do you know when a teenager is lying? They open their mouth.
0: (laughs) Trust but verify.
1: Right. It's my favorite. So it's if i'm calling you if i'm taking time out of my day to call you and tell you that this kid hasn't turned any work in that kid hasn't turned any work in otherwise i wouldn't be bothering you do you think i like sitting here calling parents every single week the same parents <laughs> every single week your kid's not turned anything in your kid's not turned anything in your kid's not turned anything in well he
0: told me he's done it
1: well he's bullshitting you um yeah
0: <sighs> i had a kid turn in uh oh this is great you'll love this so i had them do uh for our poetry unit pick a song and analyze it as a poem. Cool. A student copy and pasted uh, an essay from the internet, and it was about The Song of Solomon, the novel by Toni Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> I, like... Dumbass! <laughs> It was very... I was like, okay, obviously, I realized immediately this is copy-pasted. And he turned it in late, so I wasn't really thinking about the whole, like, uh, that essay. I was thinking about the next essay. And it took me a second to realize, oh, this is for the song analysis. Oh, this isn't a song. <laughs> oh, that was, that was good. I
1: love when kids think that you can't reverse Google stuff as well. That's my oh, favorite yeah. thing. And when I, I, I do a an essay on the Telltale Heart about Halloween... And I say to kids, it's in the, in the briefing, I say, do not think you can copy-paste anything off the internet. I know how the internet works and I will find you.
0: <laughs> and also, someone else has already tried to copy and paste this essay and I know what it sounds like. Like, I've read this essay already. Well, I say to them, look, you're 8th graders. I know what
1: 8th grade writing sounds like. So immediately, that's the first red flag. One kid turned in a, a, an essay that he found on Bartleby, but I just, it was the first search on Google, Didn't, and I called him out on that. I wrote on the paper, this was the first search on Google. If you're going to copy an essay, at least go to page three. <laughs> um, then another kid copied the summary that I gave them of the story and turned that in as his essay.
0: Ooh, I've had kids do that before, like copy my work. <laughs> what I actually gave him and thought I wouldn't notice.
1: I was like I thought this looked familiar and then I photocopied the handout I was like this is the same thing
0: I, I like it at least when they type it up themselves instead of copy pasting because that I at least respect that a little bit but when they paste it and they don't even mess with the formatting so it's like slightly gray highlighting oh yeah and the font is different <laughs> and it's a different size like come on you guys I'm insulted at how stupid you think that I am. Oh, I know. My
1: absolute favorite is when they think that they can just rewrite a video game and I won't know. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: They don't try that because I have so many video game posters, but I did have one kid try that once when I was traveling classrooms, so I didn't have my own my own room. I
1: tell them in the first week, that's one of the first things they learn about me, is that like one of my main hobbies is gaming. Some kid always tries it, and I'm like... This is the plot for Horizon Zero Dawn. I, I played that game. I spent 120 hours in that game. Did you really think I wouldn't know? Someone turned in um, a short story, which was just the whole story of the new Doom game.
0: <laughs> which is what exactly? Like there is no. Plot. What
1: is the story to that? There's no. There's no plot. It's run and shoot aliens in the face, demons in the face. He was so shocked when I turned around to him and said, "This was really well written, but it's Doom." He was like, "What?" You've played Doom? I was like, dude! <laughs> do you know me? <laughs> it's February by now. Like, there's no way you should be turning in video games and expecting that I don't know.
0: They could definitely get away with the Call of Duty oh, no. like campaign, because no, Call of Duty. I wouldn't recognize that. I make it my business to know that.
1: I'm not having any kid try and pass video <laughs> games off as their own work. Absolutely no way.
0: Anyway, yeah, so that's tough. That's a very tough situation, but it seems like the parents are in the right place. You are doing the right thing, parents. Good job. And once he actually changes his tune and realizes what he did was wrong, then he should apologize to the teacher and everyone in the class. But as we said with the last one, do not make him apologize if it is not real. Right. So, eh, yeah. That one was interesting because we don't usually get parent-child conflicts. Yes. Um, but here's a child parent conflict. Am I the asshole for telling my parents they made my sister getting pregnant ruin my life? The parents ruined OP's life as a result of the sister getting pregnant, is what that means. Okay. OP is 18, sister's twenty-three. Grandma died eight years ago, and she left more than enough money to pay for all her grandkids' college educations with a few stipulations. Don't get arrested, don't do drugs. Don't be a drunk, don't get pregnant, or get someone else pregnant, etc. The money was put into accounts in the parents' names since we were all kids then. In sophomore year, my sister got pregnant. Shit hit the fan, panicking about college. The baby daddy left, and she hasn't tried to find him or get child support, and the stress from that caused a hard, complicated pregnancy. Both are okay. Mom and dad still let her go to college as long as she didn't have another and maintained a 3.5 GPA, which she did. She graduated last December with about two grand in debt. I figured her money must have been used to help raise her kid and pay for her pregnancy in the last two and a half years, so she had to get a bit of a loan, which seemed understandable. Boy, was I wrong. I got accepted to my dream college on the other side of the state, but mom kept trying to get me to go to a cheaper one near home so I don't need a dorm and it would be a cheaper school. I asked her why she was so insistent. Grandma left plenty of money, I thought. Turns out they flushed all the money that was supposed to go to me down the toilet to take care of my sister and her kid and her expensive pregnancy. Damn. No. (laughs) Yeah. That's a rough thing to find out. Also, the kid is... So, she's sophomore year, that means she was 15 or 16. So, the kid is about 6 or 7 right now. So, that means that the parents waited 6 years to tell OP about the situation. That's some bullshit.
1: That's terrible. I can't get over this.
0: Yeah. That's... It's like... I get being like, okay... Sitting down and being like, okay, we have... Like, this is a complicated pregnancy, this is our health we're talking about, so we need to dip into this, but we will pay back into it. Right. Like, we need to dip into this right now, but we will take our savings from work, from our salary, and pay back into yeah. it, if that's what they wanted to do. But this just hiding it from her for six years, this is why you put stuff in a trust. Taking it away,
1: and then not having anything in place to replace that money, that's outrageous.
0: Turns out it was a lot worse than I was led to believe. I broke down and just lost it, crying harder than I ever have, shouting how they fucked me over and ruined my life for the kid that fucked up. Now I'll have at least $70,000 in debt if I go to school. I guess this upset my sister, and she asked in a very upset tone if I'd rather her be out on the streets destitute and unable to care for her kid, who she reminded me was a living being, because she didn't have an education-slash-support system just so I could go on to college and have a good life. I said yes, how it's not fair that she got to fuck up, get drunk and sleep with so many guys she doesn't know who the baby daddy is. (laughs) Something she told me, but apparently not mom or dad. Kept breaking rule after rule while I haven't even had sex with my boyfriend. Now I'm the one who has to be punished for it. Everything just kept devolving into more yelling and fighting until I left. I've been staying with my boyfriend for the past few days. I know with the Rona I shouldn't go anywhere, but I just had to be with one person I feel like actually gives a damn about me. Mom's been calling and texting, trying to get me to come home, saying if I can just be reasonable and not vilify my sister, we can probably work something out. (laughs) No! (laughs) No! I told her unless she has the money grandma left me, don't talk to me until I have my college loans paid off in 50 years. Did I go too far? A lot of it was driven by emotion, but I feel a fucked over here and like I'm being punished despite being the one that followed the rules. I've since slept with my boyfriend. I figure if I'm going to punish, punished, same as if I would have broken all the rules, I can at least have fun. Yeah, go for it. I think that retort of like, don't talk to me until I have my college loans paid off is very good. Very good. Uh, God, that's yeah. just
1: awful. How are they going to justify that? I I don't understand. Obviously, you don't want your 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 kid to suffer who is having a terrible pregnancy. But that is not God. That
0: is not the way to do it by stealing from your other child. Right? It's theft. But taking from your other child's future so that your kid, who your other kid, who is making terrible
1: decisions, can live without the consequence of those terrible decisions.
0: And just to, like, it sounds like how, I mean, I guess, I'm wondering how could they have spent the enough money for two bachelor's degrees on one bachelor's degree? But I guess if there was a lot of complications with the pregnancy, since America sucks, that would... Result in massive debt could be any amount of money for medical debt
1: it would completely depend it would depend on what the the complications are, right? I mean, if it was just a little bit of high blood pressure, then eh. if it was like severe womb trauma, that's totally different. yeah, but what it sounds like happened if if I'm reading into this correctly because the the sister said, Would you like me destitute and on the streets? What it sounds like happened is they paid for a college. But then they also paid for sister and child to live somewhere. And it sounds like they've been dipping in and dipping in and dipping in for whatever life disaster older sister has been having. Yeah. Rather than just paying for college. I mean, they could have they could have been paying for the kids' medical bills as well as the kids has been growing up. Like, it could be anything.
0: Yeah, she does say later that they're using it for all medical expenses for the kid. So, mm-hmm. you know, even after he was born? I think he, but yeah. And... It's not necessarily, it is the sister's fault, because obviously she has been taking the money, but the large burden of this lies with the parents. the parents. It's on the parents, yeah.
1: I mean, the sister did a stupid thing, Yeah, and, and should not be rewarded for the stupid thing, but she didn't say to the parents, hey, I need my sister's college money.
0: Yeah, I, I it, it's possible she didn't even know that that's where the money was coming from. It
1: sounds like she knew. Because
0: she doesn't, she doesn't flip her lid and go, what? That was so-and-so's money. Mm, this is she... addressed in the update, or in an edit. So, i okay. been texting sis some this morning to try and mend stuff with her, since I didn't think mom and dad spending the money was her fault. She was told about it after she graduated and was asked to keep me in the dark. She has offered to pay for a book or two, but not <gasps> more since she wants to move out and get out from under mom and dad's thumb, probably to party again since she doesn't hide how much she misses it.
1: <laughs> okay, so the sister is a piece of shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, so she graduated in December, which, like, props to her, to be honest. She just took on one extra semester with a kid. She graduated in four and a half years, it sounds like. That's that's no mean feat. But she has been hiding this from her. Since then. Yeah,
1: that's that's messed up. God. So I don't know. I don't know what I'd do in that situation.
0: OP uh sent a copy of the will to the lawyer. He says due to how it was set up, he can't be certain right now we have a case, but there's a good shot. So yeah. It sounds
1: like OP is doing everything that they can and in the correct way. Like obviously she shouldn't have yelled at her sister. I probably I would have done the same. But talking to a lawyer, good. Um not speaking to parents. Good, because the parents are just going to try and guilt trip her into
0: forgiving them. Um, God. She went to live with a boyfriend and she acknowledged, like, I probably should not have done that. But you know what? When you are in that environment and you feel like you're being dogpiled on, like, I'm not surprised that she said the things she said and no. was like, I have to be out of here. Because yeah. she has had her entire world turned upside down. She was living under the assumption that her college would be taken care of. And now, and now it's not. Three months before, two months before Jeez. graduation, she finds out, like, and and she got into her dream school. That's, God, oh.
1: and your guys' college is so expensive. Just it it blows my mind how expensive your guys' education is.
0: I was gonna say it's not too bad if you go to a state school, but that's probably just my brainwashing. American brainwashing. It was uh, about twenty three hundred dollars a quarter. A quarter.
1: Okay, so when I went to university, it was $3,000. Oh, no, 3,000 pounds a year. Oh man, that would be nice. And they raised it just after I left to 9,000 a year. So yeah, that's about 3,000 a sem- oh, 3,000 a semester. You guys pay exorbitant
0: amounts. <laughs> yeah, and I went to a state school. Um so that is about 10 times cheaper than a UC and then or not 10, maybe half. Half the price of a UC, and then 10 times cheaper than a private school. God. Yeah. And I I feel like the sister should also be paying... If, if she graduated, I mean, and right now it sucks, because it's a bad time to graduate from college, December 2019. Jesus, yeah. Uh, but as soon as she gets a job, I would Yeah, expect- she needs to be paying it back. Yeah. And like, I get she's a single mom, but she's apparently but been the- living with the mom and dad for the past four years. I don't, I don't really like the idea that, oh, they're a single mom, they should be, they should get, no, they chose that. No, I just meant as far as, like, the ability to pay. I know, but, like, in this situation,
1: she she cannot and should not be using that as an excuse. No. Because she's been given a handout, she's been given an absolute leg up at the expense of her sister's education.
0: The least she can do is pay that back. Yeah, and hopefully she's in a somewhat lucrative career. Well, you would hope so. Yeah, not like, an English major. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like us. Yeah, sad idiots. Sex. <laughs> But yeah, so OP doesn't need our help. She's already on the right track. She's doing fine. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Good on you, OP. But man,
0: man, that, that can be really frustrating just being in that situation of having the complete expectations flipped around and then everyone in your life being like, why are you making such a big deal out of this? That's entirely life-altering. Yeah. That's
1: as if someone's just like, Put a huge wall in front of you on a road. That's just awful. Awful. I can't believe people would think that that was okay. Okay behavior.
0: They also bought the sister a car. Of course they did. Yeah. So (laughs) serious favoritism going on here. Mm Mm-hmm. Parents behaving badly. Now we're, we're, we got time for one more. Okay. And so I have a new contender for the biggest asshole of the year. Great. Or that Waffle House post. Oh, I'll do the Waffle House post. <laughs> okay, I'll save this one because it is very good for next time. That'll be our magnum opus. <laughs> this is a relationship advice post, and they are both 29. My boyfriend keeps getting into fights with a cook at Waffle House. When I first heard this title, I was like shouting matches, right? Surely." I, I literally said to Matt... It's probably yelling fights, but I wanna imagine they're getting into fist fights at the Waffle House. Yeah, it's fist fights at the <laughs> Waffle House. <laughs> what else would it be? It's a Waffle House. <laughs> I love the
1: idea of Waffle House as this strange liminal space <laughs> where only negative things happen there. Like every single story I've ever heard about a Waffle House is bad. I've never heard anybody have a positive interaction in a Waffle House.
0: I know this sounds really weird, but here it is. My boyfriend and I have been together for three years. We met and started dating when we were both in grad school, but I dropped out to go back to college to pursue a different career. We are both finished now and live together making a fairly nice combined income. Our income is relevant because we could afford to eat somewhere nice when we're out and about, but he always wants breakfast food. When he was a child, his dad couldn't stand eating breakfast-type foods in the afternoon or evenings, so his mom would make him waffles and pancakes, eggs and bacon in the evening whenever his dad was busy or out of town. It's a wonderful and safe memory for him, and when he goes to his happy place, he says that's where he always goes. My boyfriend is an incredibly nice and caring person. He's emotionally tuned in to everyone and recognizes arising issues a long time before they occur. He loves animals and is kind and gentle with every bug, bird, and pet that he comes across. He almost is always willing to turn the other cheek in social situations, in social situations where somebody tries to insult him or get aggressive towards him, and usually winds up diffusing the situation and having a productive discussion about whatever the issue was. Except at Waffle House. <laughs> it's the strange trans space. <laughs> it's like that t- take a movie title and add except at Waffle House to the end of it. <laughs>
1: independence day except a waffle
0: house <laughs> it's just it's like the uh the hotel in control that's like outside of time and space it's that's just, waffle house <laughs> it's waffle house it's waffle house anytime we're out he wants to go to the same goddamn waffle house and get breakfast food i'm not a big eater so i used to not really care i would just drink coffee and read my book while he enjoyed his food But that became impossible once he and this one cook started chirping at each other every time we went there. Boyfriend complained about his eggs one time because he likes them a little runny and they were served hard. The cook responded by giving him scrambled eggs. When he brought it up again, the cook served him two hard-boiled eggs. (laughs) I think it was just part of the cook's shtick, and it was kind of funny to be honest, but my boyfriend wasn't able to laugh it off. When we left, he was in kind of a bad mood, but we didn't really talk about it. I just imagine him being like, You have desecrated the sanctity of the Waffle House.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How dare you ruin my safe breakfast food!
0: The next week, we were out getting some shopping done, and he wanted to go to Waffle House again. I suggested that we try out a different place, or at least a different Waffle House location. But he only wanted the same Waffle House. We went in and sat down, and once again, the same cook served his eggs wrong. My boyfriend sort of snapped at him that he wasn't interested in messing around and just wanted the correct eggs. The cook then served him a piece of toast with a hole cut out in the middle with a fried egg in it. My boyfriend got really mad and threw the egg toast at the cook, which made the cook (laughs) come around from behind the bar and throw it back at him. They ended up sort of wrestle-fighting until my boyfriend was like, this is bullshit, and walked out. Nobody got hurt, but the few other people in there were watching and laughing a bit. (laughs) This is the crazy part. My boyfriend keeps going back and ordering eggs and getting into fist fights with the same cook. It's almost a ritual at this point. My boyfriend orders runny eggs, the cook serves him some other version of eggs, and then they beat the shit out of each other. (laughs) I quit going with him after the second fight, but he keeps going by himself. They're like Peter and the giant chicken from Family (laughs) Guy. It's the weirdest thing. They physically fought like six or seven times over this.
1: Oh, God. Uh, The sexual tension is palpable. (laughs) Just bang already, Waffle House cook and OP's boyfriend. Oh,
0: I. Uh, this is so bizarre. This is the most bizarre <laughs> post I have That's ever so read. Weird. More bizarre than the beans, I would say. <laughs> why, Although, why would he keep going back? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I just like it's like a ritual that they've mutually <laughs> agreed to. He orders eggs. the Eggs come out wrong. They shout at each other and then they fight. Like it seems almost comforting at this point. It's like that a sitcom. A it's
1: like. It's like a sitcom. You know, like how yeah. everybody from Friends always goes to Central Perk, even though that um, barista is always trying to hit on Rachel. I can't remember what his name is Gunther. It's like that.
0: Yeah, it's like a reoccurring character in their life. It's <laughs> <right? laughs> so weird. Why would he keep going back? Unless he really, really needs to bone this guy. <laughs> oh, man. I you know what's interesting at the I'm gonna psychoanalyze the shit out of this, that his dad would never let them have breakfast food in the afternoon or evening. So whenever he went out of town, the mom his mom would make him breakfast foods. So now I'm feeling like this cook is like the displaced anger for his father. He's <laughs> <It's> an avatar <laughs> for the father who didn't
1: like breakfast food. Yeah,
0: and he's like you're ruining my happiness, just like you ruined my childhood.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I don't even know how to fix this, because she tried to fix it by saying, no, well, I'm not going with you, and he just goes by himself.
0: Yeah. like I think
1: they just need to kiss.
0: I don't know if I, like, it's so funny. It just seems like he's a totally normal dude, and then just <laughs> out of nowhere, it's like, how dare you? They
1: just gotta hate by each other, and then everything will be fine.
0: Yeah, and yeah.
1: In, in my head canon, that's, that's how this resolves.
0: And then they can start their own breakfast place together. Yeah, See? they can
1: call it Sunny Side Up, and he'll cook all the eggs, and the Waffle House cook will make waffle.
0: And it also has, you know, like those uh, country bars will have like the electric bowl in the middle, but oh, it yeah. just has a boxing ring. <laughs> yeah, and then
1: occasionally they'll just go in and, there and fight each other over eggs. Breakfast so and good.
0: boxing. Oh,
1: yeah, I'd go there.
0: <laughs> I
1: definitely enjoy some pancakes at that establishment.
0: I yeah, I just what? what? I, I I feel for her. Yeah, what? W U T period. Like everybody all. everybody
1: has a quirk, right? <laughs>
0: You know, my boyfriend is perfect, and he just, I just have to deal with the fact that he, his truth is getting in fights with a cook at Waffle House.
1: (laughs) His arch nemesis cooks eggs at Waffle House. Do you think the cook is like, he just doesn't like getting complaints, so he's just deliberately riling this guy up?
0: Yeah, and most people would just be like, oh, ha, ha, you give me a different... Like, it's not even like cooking them wrong. It's cooking the wrong type of egg. Type of egg. So it's not even like... Like, it seems like that's a way that the cook has found to diffuse the situation. Like, oh, ha, ha, it's a different kind of eggs. LOL. And then every normal person just chuckles and moves on. This guy can't let it go because he has destroyed the temple that is the Waffle House. (laughs) (laughs) All eggs are
1: eggs. If we're, f- if we're honest with each other.
0: so Eggs and potatoes, I feel like, are two foods that you can just make in so many different ways. And yet somehow they always taste the same. They're delicious. Do you not like eggs at all? I don't like eggs at all. Or just deviled no. eggs?
1: <laughs> I don't like eggs at all. Um, unless they're turned into cake. That's the only time I like eggs. Well, then they're not eggs anymore. No, then they're cake. <laughs> and that's good. Um, I did try, I have been experimenting with eating scrambled egg, Okay. because um, I don't really my egg. egg fried rice is good, I like egg fried rice, because mm-hmm. everything is just rice, so I can't tell what the eggs are, and I have been trying with, like, egg yolk, like, runny egg yolk, that's quite nice, it's the egg white I just can't get on with.
0: Really? Because I've heard people being more disturbed about the yolk than the whites. The, the egg whites just it really goes
1: into my jelly phobia thing. Oh, yeah. Ugh, yeah. Mm, no, I don't need that in my life. That's fine. I, I don't like cracking eggs either. Like if I have to bake and I'm cracking an egg, if it gets on my hands, oh, that's it. Baking over.
0: <laughs> I think there's a machine that you can have do that for you. There's a machine? There's got to be some sort of gadget out there. that l- Like um, an, an egg cracker?
1: My husband won't let me have it. He, he does not like unitaskers.
0: Hey, so does my husband.
1: <laughs> but he doesn't he, he cook so my husband does cook and uh he would be upset if he found a special egg cracking device in
0: the house. Yeah, it looks like a it looks like a um like a garlic press. A garlic oh. press is a like a one object thing or Ah one... uh, you see,
1: I bought that and then I hid it in the culinary drawer. By the time you found it it was too late.
0: <laughs> Here I'm trying to put the picture. Oh, my cat. <laughs> What is it, blood? Yeah, I don't even know what to tell this woman. No, I don't. In, in seriousness, if someone was getting in fights with random people, I would be more concerned. But it's just this one guy. It's this one and guy, I'm yeah. I 100% get hating someone so much that you just have to punch him in the face. Like, right. I'm sure this is a yogurt situation, that there's something else going on.
1: Maybe he needs to talk to someone about his relationship <laughs> with his father. But, yeah. you know... I think they just need to go on a date.
0: Mm-hmm. Somewhere with, without breakfast food, like a pub or something. Oh, I mean him and the Waffle House
1: cook. They need to go yeah. on a date and then uh, have a one-night stand. And then everything will be resolved. The end. Quarantine love story at the <laughs> Waffle House.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she said somewhere that like they haven't been able to go lately. So this has kind of like paused this conflict. But she said it somewhere. Maybe it was in the comments. But yeah, it's like clearly... I'm wondering if that's going to change his behavior if he's not able to go out and get in his weekly fist fight with Cook at the Waffle House.
1: I mean, maybe it's just his outlet, you know? Like, he sounds like he's a pretty chill, kind, caring guy. Everybody needs an outlet. I click on heads on video games. Maybe he just needs to fight the Waffle House guy.
0: (laughs) I I feel like most of the time if this was a situation and where she's like, he's amazing except for this one thing, I would be like no, it's not this one thing. I've said it before with people, it's like, no, yes. this isn't his one thing. But with this it's just so bizarre and out of nowhere that I really believe her when she says that no, he's cool. I don't think
1: that he's he has propensity to violence outside of the Waffle House. It's the special magic of the Waffle House that makes him this way. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell her. Just keep loving him, I guess. <laughs> and I hope mean, that it all blows over.
0: Unless they're going out back. At one point, he's going to get the cops called on him. But And I yeah. also like, if this is true, the cook has also decided not to do anything about this guy who keeps coming into his Waffle House and getting in fights with him. He just, he's accepted this is the norm. <laughs> like, the boyfriend's clearly seeking this out, but the cook is fascinating, too. Like... Like, he's just decided, like, yes, he is the one. He is my nemesis. I
1: need a weekly webcomic about these two people.
0: Yes. About their lives and, like, oh, man. That is the perfect format for this. Just be so good.
1: Someone, please, who has better artistic skill than me, make a Waffle House cook guy versus egg guy weekly webcomic, and I will send you
0: money. You just gave me an idea. Let me Google some bites. Read it. And then I'm going to go to images and see if there's anything there. No, nope, oh, it's yeah. just oh. real. It's just real videos of people getting into fights at the Waffle House. <laughs> is there a whole subreddit? No, I just I Googled it and I went to images. And Damn. there's like a person gets in a fight at Waffle House. And maybe just Waffle House is the place where people go to fulfill their dark past. Waffle
1: House is where... All the bad energies of a town flow to this central point, which is Waffle House, and just all the terrible things happen at Waffle House. No one's ever going to change my mind. That's why it's always open, because if it closed, all the bad energy would spread back out into town. Oh
0: yes, it's like a Night veil vale situation, where yeah. all of the negative energy is like housed in the Waffle House. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly what it is. And if you need to fulfill your dark desires, you just go to the Waffle House. Yeah. Did you know that you could get Waffle House phone cases? What?
1: <laughs> Man, I'm learning all sorts today.
0: I'll put it in the chat with the egg cracker thing. I do love that egg cracker. <sighs> Holy shit, yes you can.
1: That's insane. Well, I need Denny's. I need a Denny's f- phone case.
0: Cause <laughs> Denny's hash browns are the reason to live. Ooh, that's what I can put in my air fryer. I got an air fryer for my birthday and I have those Ooh. freezer hash browns. The like Hell yeah. rectangle ones. Yes. Yes. Thank yes. you. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm always thinking about hash browns. <laughs> Potatoes are just God's gift to the world. They are. Potatoes are great. Okay. That was, I feel like I just ran a marathon with that uh, one.
1: Yeah. We've, we've done some serious talk about racism and... uh <laughs> Terrible parents, and now we've just finished at the Waffle House. Now it's time for a cigarette before we go to sleep. <laughs> I
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh I recommend you watch something wholesome this week like Steven Universe or Hell yeah. Uh I did mention Nightvale earlier, and if you like <sighs> cute gay relationships, watch listen to welcome to Nightvale, the podcast it's very good
1: cute cute gay relationships in a creepy desert town somewhere in an unnamed america uh nightvale is the place to be welcome to nightvale they have a whole bunch of great um podcasts on their network
0: um yeah and they're wonderful people i like um conversations with people who hate me uh yeah well uh, within the wires is also amazing it's like
1: a mystery told in um in old tapes need to get into that one yeah that's that's really great
0: Anyway, you can find me on Twitter. Um, what should I put in my air fryer? Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, I am at Morgan underscore Slay. You can find our podcast at. Are the letter you the word serious pod on Twitter? You can also email us at are the letter you the word serious pod at gmail.com uh, And you can find me and my very dumb cat
1: at esme <laughs> underscore c underscore knows, as in knows lots of things on Twitter. And then on Facebook, we also have a Facebook page, are the letter you the letter serious podcast. Um, and you can find things there like uh, waffle house phone cases and egg cracker unitaskers. But also, <laughs> links to all of our previous episodes as
0: well. Yeah, I'm gonna have a lot of uh, supplementary material with this episode <laughs> on Twitter, so check us out um, and send us recipes. What's your favorite breakfast food?
1: Tell us if your local Waffle House is still open during this terrible time, and we'll tell you if your town is about to experience an influx of angry energy. <laughs>